0: Welcome to episode 328 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show was the first mobile engineer at Siri before it was acquired by Apple, as well as co-founder of Ditto, which was acquired by Groupon. He is now the co-founder and CEO of Centred, designing the platform and building a team that shares his passion for achieving mindfulness at work. So it's my pleasure to welcome to the podcast of Schweikendeik. Wow, you could say that name. This is so good.
1: Welcome. <laughs> right. Thanks for having me. And
0: man, it's been over three hundred episodes already. Can you believe it? It has. I know. I know. It, it does sound a lot. I mean, when I started, I thought, you know, if I get to ten, it'll be a success. <laughs> so, what's the like, next milestone? A thousand? Well, I think. Well, maybe five hundred would be a good one, but I think a, a thousand could be a good good uh, with objective. With your pace, definitely. you'll
1: be there so quickly.
0: <laughs> right. So. Oh, that was a very much a brief intro and didn't really tell us a lot about about centered. So maybe you could give us a bit of an insight into what centered is and what you do. Yeah. So let me ask
1: you a question: Have you ever been in an airplane completely unplugged and
0: opened your computer? I don't think so. You never opened your computer in an airplane before. Um. Well, I I'm just trying to think. To be honest, I'm ter- I'm terrible. I tend to be an iPad user. Oh, um, I see. Yeah. But yeah, occasionally you're probably right. I probably have opened my laptop now and again.
1: So, so the idea is with the sentence, what we're trying to do and uh, feel free to cut that last piece out. If it doesn't work for you, (laughs) usually the (laughs) answer is yes to this. Um, That, that this moment that you experience of being completely unplugged from everybody um, and just being able to focus on your work, That is what we're trying to recreate with Centered. Centered is a flow state app. It helps you to do something really great with your time. It basically transforms your work environment into a super focused state
0: and helps you get more work done. Right. Okay. And where did the idea come from and how long have you been doing this? Yeah. So we've been around for about
1: two years and... And it's, it's quite funny. I always wanted to found a startup on my own. And finally, a couple of years ago, took, took the jump over from working with amazing Sierra entrepreneurs to finally say, okay, I wanna do this myself. And I quit my job and I sat down and there was nothing. There was really nothing I thought would be worthwhile doing. And I ended up actually saying, all right, you know what, if, if the idea doesn't come from the heart, if it's not something you wake up with or you go to bed with every night thinking about, it's not worth pursuing and you cannot force that spark in your life. And I decided, you know what, when it comes, you know, the universe will send it to me, but it's not happening right now. So I actually ended up joining um, a lovely food delivery startup here in the Bay Area um, called Postmates, who is now part of Uber. Um, and uh, I was in charge of uh, one of the verticals there. I, I helped uh, with the fleet team um, that that is everything about fulfillment. Think of like the people on the ground that pick up, pick up your, your food from a restaurant and bring it to you. And uh, the teams around it, around that, like a mobile team, as an engineering manager, I was there. Um, mobile team, some backend teams, it was very interesting. But that's where the first time the idea came into mind of how do people really work? And specifically, how do engineers work? Engineers love, became most of the engineers became engineers because they wanted to build something. They wanted to do something great. They didn't want to be in meetings. They didn't want to be in planning sessions and whatnot. They wanted to code. And that's what really gets them into it. And the extension of that is they wanted to get into flow, the state of just being completely concentrated on one thing, building something, making something with your head, and, and not being distracted. and I I promise you Silicon Valley tech companies don't have that a lot. I'm, I'm sure your listeners heard this before. I've at least said this before where they would say, I got to work early today because I wanted to get some real work done. Yeah. And you heard that. You, I'm probably oh, yeah. you said <laughs> even yourself, oh, I'm just going to go an hour early to work today because you know it's quiet and I can get some real work done. And that sounded like such a silly idea to me. That, that people have to change the way they live their lives in order to actually do what they wanted to do in their job and be successful in it. So I started researching different methodologies on how people don't have to get early to their work and how you can structure your workday differently to actually, quote unquote, get some real work done. Again, enjoyable work. Um, there are methodologies like the Pomodoro technique. Have you ever heard of that? I have, yes. Yeah. So the the very short one, you set it, you set a kitchen timer to 25 minutes, for instance. That's a good that's a good cycle. And you do one thing for 25 minutes concentrated. You the world can end around you. You want to stay on that one thing for 25 minutes. You give yourself a five-minute break, rinse and repeat. What that does is you will lose the context switch of replying to an email of responding to a message uh, responding to a coworker who wants something from you in that time because context switches are really really expensive and that is actually the largest problem with you feeling very tired at the end of your work day it is not about actually the work that you've done with your brain it's about resetting your brain every couple of seconds, switching context. That is what gets you really tired. So the less you do that, you actually are still kind of refreshed. Even in the afternoon, you don't need to have that fourth cup of coffee because you switch less context. You're more concentrated. So we started experimenting with these methodologies and they worked wonders already in in our teams. People were happier. Output was higher. Um, up to a point where we added where I thought about music and how that could actually affect your your mental state. Everything I was thinking about was how to get you deeper into this flow state quicker. And uh, once I had a couple of ideas together, I and I, I could prove that they actually work, I figured, well, maybe that is there's an app idea here. Like maybe we can build an app that helps you automatically to add a timer to your Pomodoro sessions, add music to what you do, give you an assistant that would be like me usually before, uh, automatically that tells you, hey... Phil, you have five minutes left on your task or you have 10 minutes left in your current Pomodoro cycle. Or when I see you go to Twitter or Facebook during your Pomodoro cycle, you would never do that, obviously. <laughs> yes. let's just say, Let's just say I like catch you on Twitter. Um, I would just gently nudge you and tell you, look, do you think Twitter is really part of this, what you wanted to achieve in this 25 minutes right now? Or is this just another context switch and, and you're, you're losing time. All of this I put together in the first version of an app and that was the birth of Centered. The moment I learned that it worked, I quit my job. Um, I raised a pre-seed round of financing. I hired a small team. A year later, I raised a little larger round of financing. I grew the team and this is where we're at right now.
0: Right. And in terms of the availability of the app, presumably people can can pick it up from the usual places? The usual places. It's a desktop
1: app right now because that is where you do your work. Um, So you can go to sender.app and download our desktop app. We have a lightweight browser version. If you don't want to commit to installing an app yet on your computer or your IT team wants to have a second review on that, you can always try it out directly in the browser as well. But, but the idea is yes, you install it on your desktop, you link it to the services that you already use, say Slack for instance, because once you get into a centered session, we automatically put your computer on do not disturb. So you don't get you know annoyed by all these constant notifications that computers are so great giving you. Um, we put your Slack on do not disturb and let your coworkers know that you're in a centered session. Um, so that they can just wait a little bit before they nudge you. Right. uh, And yeah, so send it to the app. That's where you get it from. And uh, that's where our current community lives.
0: Okay, good. And we'll come back to that towards the end of the interview, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. But, But Alf, can you share with us a career tip, one that the audience may not be aware of and perhaps should be? Yeah, and...
1: I think that is that is not as controversial as, as some might think. But if you are a maker and a builder, just never lose that. I'm still coding four to six hours a day and I love it. I love to get into that flow and I love to building up products. So I think a lot of people advancing their careers think, they got into engineering, they liked it, eventually they think they need to have a promotion into engineering management um, and not realizing that 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 is really a full career change and not really a level up in what you do. So, So I just urge people who love to build something to always continue to build something, learn new technologies, have side projects, just keep on building.
0: Yeah, it was interesting to hear that you managed to find that time. You know that is the
1: interesting thing. If you don't context switch as much, you actually can dedicate a good chunk amount of time on on what you're really passionate about.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Good. And of, can you share with us your worst career moment and what you learned from that experience?
1: I think that goes hand in hand. What I what I just uh, mentioned. I think there was a time where I felt. I needed to be a manager because it felt like what other people did in the advancement of their careers without really understanding what that would mean. And don't get me wrong. I love being a manager now because I feel I dedicated actually the time learning that completely entirely new job. It is not an engineer trying to fix bugs in people. Um, that was the hardest part. And, uh, I wish I would just have known that earlier that, uh, that I would really have to spend time relearning an entire career, really, um, making that shift. And, uh, and yeah, I think I, I, I always give that advice is find, find something that you're really passionate about and not something that society just shows you, you know, as your next step that you
0: wouldn't need to do. Yeah, that's very good advice. And Alf, can you tell us about your career highlight to date?
1: Oh, there have been so many, so many small, small and big highlights. I think it's, it's fun to talk about highlights, but I think it's so much more powerful to talk about your failures because highlights are the things that make you warm and fuzzy. And maybe it's like a good thing to brag about, you know, like it it was amazing to be part of that early, early Siri team, like helping the, Siri app to you know relaunch in the app store yes there was actually a Siri app in the app store believe it or not um, before it was just part of iOS Um, that was definitely a highlight you know selling our first company afterwards that I co-founded was a big highlight but I think much much more the really hard decisions you had to make in life and, and the ones that you made wrong and are are really the things that, that made me who I am today. And, and that is, I think, you know, a lot of people love to talk about the highlights of, you know, what they do, but, uh, it's tough to talk about the things that, that didn't go well. Uh, and, and that's really what makes you,
0: I mean, I asked both questions, for a particular purpose. So you're right, and I agree with you that you tend to learn a lot more by things that don't go as well um, and your worst career moments are actually what makes you, as you say, who you are. But I feel the, the highlights can be just as important because they give you that sort of boost or sort of, you know, they energize you. They they give you that feeling of achievement that helps drive you forward as well. So that both of them, if you like, contribute to the way you progress your career absolutely
1: agree and there's there's an a good friend of mine taught me to count my blessings every day and that that sounds a little spiritual woo woo that's not what i mean by that i i really mean think of the great things you have in your life every day because that is actually triggering something in your brain to make you feel good you know one thing one thing is always good to remember that uh thoughts cause emotion and you're like any emotion that you can that you have in in your brain comes from somewhere and it will come from a thought so if you're down next time you should think about why what what was i thinking that caused this feeling right now and when you're happy too it's, it's like nice to like go back and think of like oh wow what was i thinking That made me really happy right now. And remember that next time when you're down, because you can change your emotions very quickly.
0: Yes, you can. Yep. Okay. Ulf, can you tell us what excites you about the tech industry and the futures of careers in in IT and tech? I think it's so interesting to
1: see how the industry evolved. uh, I think the industry is a lot more accessible these days, um, especially entry jobs with... uh, you know, programs like Hack Reactor, Code Academy, um, where you can really come from any background. And if you like to solve puzzles, you can become an engineer. That is like one really exciting piece. I think the other one is the like development of, I call it emotional software, um, where we're slowly learning that software is not a tool anymore. Software is just part of your life and like anything else that is part of your life, you it causes your emotions. And the way you design software, you can actually apply the same methodologies that people do who produce movies. We're in the business of, you know, producing emotions, really. Um, if you use those kind of principles on software, I think software evolves into something that we haven't really felt much before outside of, you know, the like series and Alexis and, and, and whatnot in the world.
0: Yeah. That's interesting to hear. I love the comparison as well with, with the movies. That, that will be interesting if we actually go that, that route. Definitely. And, and think about it. It's happening
1: more and more where, um, I think a couple of years ago, way before the IPO, Airbnb famously hired a, a script writer from Pixar to to write out user stories and like how the user feels and whatnot. That's already, I think, was like the one of the birthplaces of like emotional software design.
0: Yeah, that's good, isn't it? Um, okay, oh, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Are You ready for this? So what first attracted you to a career in IT? This sounds very
1: stereotypical. Um, You know, uh, as you might have guessed now from this accent, I'm from Germany originally. I live in the Bay Area for half of my life. But, uh, you know, engineering somehow was always in my blood. I had, thankfully to my uncle, um a c64 really early in my life and and somehow with with his help I learned basic really really early um in in like my first uh decade of my life um and uh and loved making something and uh the funny thing is it always kept on going that that streak to to today where I love building something and I just went for wanting to keep on building software really early on. The interesting piece is I, I actually, you know, I, I'm sure my parents would not love to hear this, but uh, I, I do not have a high school degree. Um, I was really, really bad in high school. I only wanted to code. I loved math. I love physics and I basically did not attend any other class and hence I failed high school somehow i made it into university and got two masters degrees afterwards but all specifically for computers ux product and uh, and i think it just shows like if that you know my upbringing was always about building something and, and I, that's what got me here where i'm right now i just kept on kept on improving and building <laughs>
0: right and and what is the best career advice you've ever received it was from again, it, it sounds
1: so obvious to me now. It wasn't to me then, and maybe it is not obvious to to some of your listeners. Um, it came from Adam Chair, the co-founder of Siri, who told me one day about startups and startup valuations and dilutions of startups. And uh, and he said, Ulf, just think of dilution differently. You always want to have a smaller piece of a much larger pie, and uh, and I don't know why why it was just that sentence. It was like so visual to me of like, oh, I guess I, I shouldn't be worried about you know raising another round of financing or you know my shares out of a sum being less, um because they're they're ten times more worth than they were before, and and it wasn't clear to me. I think uh, I think especially when you get get into startups uh, as an engineer. you're most of the time not the founder uh, and you just join something early all you can think of is percentages and and they don't actually matter that much
0: yeah no that's that's interesting to hear yeah and conversely what is the worst career advice you've ever received and that's an that's an interesting one
1: i feel like i i i try to surround myself with people that i really like um yeah and and they usually give great advice I think I think it went along the way of an old an old boss of mine told me once that I should not be speaking up to our CEO because it would make all of us look bad and uh, and I disregarded that entirely
0: if you were to begin your career again in today's world what would you do I would be
1: very focused on learning ML, AI, neural nets, um, because I don't know much about it, and it's changing the world so quickly, and it's changing the field of computer science so quickly,
0: Um, and uh, I I wish I had more knowledge in it. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on?
1: currently i am actually outside of engineering learning just so quickly um and and so interestingly about how how it's different to actually run a business um i've never been a ceo before i was always a technical co-founder engineering partner um so there's a lot new to learn yeah and uh and you know the biggest part is how to be more of a salesperson how to sell your product how to you know, try to sometimes not be as humble. Um, and because if nobody understands what you're doing, you know, might as well not do it. And uh, sadly enough, uh, you know, if if you don't market your, your product, nobody will know about it. And it can be <laughs> the, the best product that will change this world. Um, but if nobody knows about it, the world is not going to be changed. So that that's something I, I focus a lot on right now. Is like, how do we do product-led growth? How do we market our product? How basically is everything out of engineering? We have an amazing engineering team now that that you know is world class, and so I, I can step out of that a little bit more these days, um, and, uh, and and learn new things.
0: Yeah, that's good, isn't it? New new skills, new experiences. It's it's
1: the best part of being alive. It's like a constant iteration of yourself and uh, getting better and better at what you do.
0: Yeah. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? It is so funny, but my my most
1: non-technical skill is actually learning about like human psychology. And learning how the brain works, learning again what, what what I was talking earlier about, like motion and emotion, like thoughts, um, really learning a lot about psychology, um, goes really into the root of, you know, interpersonal conflicts, about conflicts with your code. Um, it's really the root of like our existence, and uh, and I think you know I was very lucky that it was part of my undergrad curriculum, um, some psychology, but I know it's not the standard in most schools. And I wish it would be more, even if you become an engineer to like learn more about how the brain works, how people work. Um, I think it's super helpful.
0: Yes, indeed. And what do you do to keep your own career energized? Again, always just iterate on
1: yourself. Learn very quickly when when you did something wrong, tag it, admit it. Don't be shy about it. I, I'm, I'm not the person that never apologizes. I probably apologize a little too much. Maybe that was my time in Canada. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, a- acknowledge quickly your faults. Don't let your ego take over and, uh, and just improve. Like, life is an iteration.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? Well, so there there are two answers
1: to this. There was an answer that I would have given you four months ago, and there's an answer that you got right now. I'm give you both
0: okay um
1: right. the answer that that I am gonna give you both is I have a four month old at home who is filling out my world. It's our first yeah. child. she is amazing and uh, life has life will never be the same and uh, and it's it's just it's just. It feels like walking through a portal and uh, the world is still the same, yet it's completely different. The tree outside is still the same tree, yet I see that tree with completely new eyes. And, uh, and it, it was really a life-changing moment. Now, beforehand, I used to be very active in the paragliding community here in in the united states i i love to go paragliding and flying and traveling with my wings and and flying in all sorts of places and taking friends and and teaching them the way of of flight the the idea of like being high up in the air without any engine and just feeling nothing around you maybe see a bird that soars with you just cleared my head so lovely that n- nothing else ever could. but then there's a four month old now and I stopped that entirely because I don't want to risk my life for it.
0: Indeed. yes, responsibility. that's what it's about.
1: Yeah, I, 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 th- I don't know if it's responsibility or it, it was just a tr- the moment my my wife got pregnant, it just the urge of going flying completely dropped.
0: Right. Quite interesting. Yeah.
1: Quite interesting Thanks. how the human
0: mind works. Yeah. Oh, um, can you share with us a parting piece of career advice? Get out of your head. If you have ideas in your
1: head, get them out on paper and do them. There are so many people with amazing ideas that just keep them in their head and never have the willpower to actually do them prototype them build them out find somebody who's as passionate as you are around this idea and help you put it out but really get them out of your head don't don't let them linger
0: yeah it's exactly i'm sure there are lots of great ideas out there that just don't come to fruition in any way because people just keep them in their heads so sad it is um oh how can we find out more about you and connect with you
1: yeah, you can, you can find me on Twitter. I am Solf on Twitter, S-U-L-F on, on Twitter. You can always send me an email at olf, U-L-F, at center.app. And uh, you find me in Flow in Centered. So you can just send me a friend request and, uh, and friend me on Centered.
0: Great. Oh, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you, Phil. This was so much fun. Hi, Phil here again. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with today's guest. You can find full show notes on the website at itcareerenergizer.com e and the number of the episode you've been listening to. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, please make sure that you do so that you get episodes automatically downloaded to your device every Monday. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.